white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 6, Episode 19. I'm Jack. I'm you? Oh, I'm ASD, mate. And uh, Abbas is joining in a bit. He's uh, apparently working, so uh, he'll be joining us shortly. Um, Happy New Year, though, mate. Happy New Year to you. Did you enjoy oh. Christmas? I, I had an operation on the 23rd, so I've, I, was, I was literally on the sofa for the entire Get the violins time. out, everyone. Oh, we man. had a sweepstake of how long it was going to take ASD to mention... Uh, Mentioned his operation, so congratulations, well, people that when went you under say 10 we, seconds. It's only me and you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm still in a lot of pain, thanks for asking. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm all right. How was yours? Uh, mine was really good. Nice and relaxing. Lots of food, lots of drink. Yeah, I can Enjoyed see. it. Brilliant. Thank you for the Enjoyed it. Thanks. <laughs> um, right, let's get straight into it. Um, what should the players' New Year's resolutions be? That's the opening question. Um, have you got any good ones? I was thinking, like, Deli Ali. I was going serious. Deli Ali, get, like, more aggressive shooting or more... There's something about shooting I'm not overly happy with, so just shooting practice. But my mate who sits behind me, I was just I was telling you at lunchtime, the, uh, the guy that sits behind me just found out I'm a Spurs fan. He's a Chelsea fan. And he was talking about how I said uh, Deli Ali and he went, thief. And I went, what are you talking about, a thief? And he, apparently his mate was at a... So it's a mate of a mate we're talking about now. He was at a house party where Deli Ali turned up. And it wasn't Deli Ali's house, but apparently Deli Ali made off with all the jewellery and the CD players. Because he can't afford any Such CD players. Such a specific players. thing to have <laughs> yeah. stolen as well, a CD player. Uh, so um, there must be something in that. like Stop st- nicking. Or nick better things. That's probably a better one because we were talking earlier how we're not massive fans of resolutions, more Target. So Target could yeah, be like still targets. higher quality yeah. goods from people's houses, which yeah, most people can take really in their lives this year. Yeah. Good one for everyone. Uh, but otherwise, I, well, Kane's having a dad. Having a dad? Having a, um, he's having a baby this month. Go, who's going to have the kid first, you or Harry Kane? Harry Kane. Uh, well, you know. I can't think of any jokes about Kane. So it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, he announced a week after me. So it's, he, I reckon he's due. We're due on the 14th. So I reckon he's due in brand by the 20th. So I reckon we'll. But be he's first. normally a bit of a late starter. That's the kind of the joke I was peaked, trying to think of. So yeah, yeah. Different, different levels. Um, <laughs> any other ones that you've prepped, or can, we can move on to? Oh, there's none I've prepped. No. Oh right, that's, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. all. No. All I, natural. I've got this is a that's a sheet of um, player profile. So that's that's why I've been prepping me. Brilliant. There's your prep. Um, we've had lots of stuff in from the listeners on the Facebook page, which is great. Yeah. Um, so let's go for a few of these um, for what the players' resolution should be. So Javad, friend of the show, Javad, the hosted show. the uh, Tottenham Hotspur family podcast. Um, Hugo's resolution should be to work on his distribution. Distribution for I mean, yeah. <laughs> and Janssen to get more goals, which I don't disagree with. What's out if you ain't playing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Harry Wood um, I think winning the Europa League or FA Cup we need a trophy um, that was quite a common one actually we had that um, from Nathan Cavin as well to win the FA Cup um, so there's been a few that have come in actually about trophies how good would win the FA Cup be this season it'd be, great. It'd be, it'd be so good wouldn't it's it it's what we're made for it would, 91 was the last time we won it it was a great it, it, everybody remembers it and it it's the last five seasons since 2008 when we won the Carling Cup final what has been memorable there's been a few moments but it hasn't been Memorable. Do you want a sad stat? Yeah. I've never seen an FA Cup final with Spurs in it. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's, that's sad. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. Um, some other ones that have come in. Uh, Noah, another friend of the show. Big friend um, of the show. He put boring one here, but tightening up defensive set pieces. He was always a bit boring, wasn't he, really? Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have really mentioned that one to him. <laughs> <laughs> always welcome, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Richard Healy, uh, simple for any squad member to get an embarrassing haircut slash style. I miss discussing Benny's afro as well uh, as the yeah. game. That's a great one. We don't that's have any... Well, Danny Rose did his hair red, didn't he, once? But that I sort was... of think it wouldn't be allowed anymore. I think if you turned up with a Well, he was meant to go haircut. purple, wouldn't he? Do you remember Defoe in the 1-0 against West Brom had a bright yellow, bright white hair like yeah. Cisco or what's-his-face out of Demolition Man? We don't have any... Because I feel like Josh Onuma maybe had one a couple of years ago, but that's gone. Are you just going through, like, Brilliant. Pengis Munch youth from, uh, <laughs> from the Tottenham area? <laughs> the um, Lamella's always a bit dodged, but them Latins, you can't... That's what they're doing. Brilliant. Just brilliant. <laughs> I'm putting my stall out. Casual racism <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a Tuesday it, evening. Well, I don't mean to be racist. Um, he has got it just comes naturally. It just yeah. comes naturally yeah, for a while. Um, any other resolutions? Um, I had one, which was one for the pod, which is to get another special guest on. Yeah. So we've had we've had a f- we've had some really good guests recently. Oh, um, Harry, we had Harry Wood was a guest, if I remember correctly, and so was not. Um, but I'm thinking another Martin Glenn, real high one. calibre guest would be really good so that is my resolution for the pod so this year 2017 to get another good big guest. guest on yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be really good um, any more no man that's good cool well, well there's some here isn't there there's oh no they're... sorry ignore me calm down yeah calm down yeah um, coming too soon two games to discuss Southampton and Watford 4-1-4-1 4-1 oh 1-4-1-4 it's was it something like the Saints hadn't conceded as conceded like two in their previous eight home games or something like that? Like it's like they're a good team, Southampton. Like a lot of teams go there and will struggle to pick up any points. And we've gone there and apart from the first twenty minutes, absolutely battered them. Like that was as good as a white performance as you'll see. Really, like to go away and get four. And it was it the first time we've scored four goals in consecutive away games since like the sixties. Yeah. So that is a it's since the season we we did the double. The first British teams to do the double. Well, Virgil Lowell Van Dyke getting sent off was hilarious as well. I didn't see the fuss about him. They 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 did nothing though. Southampton. They just it just to tell you what it was like holding a midget at arm's length, and just kicking him in the bollocks. It was just we are bigger than you. We're better than you. We're just stronger than you. We're more powerful than you. And this is the problem with in one of the problems with rugby, which is one of my favourite sports, is that. It's very difficult for the underdog to win because if you're bigger, faster, harder, mm. stronger, it's very difficult to win. But that's what that was like for Southampton. Um, they just they just came up a team who were man for man and as a team were just better than them. Just you know what them. I really enjoyed? Obviously, we let in the really, really early goal. Didn't enjoy that. But the fact that for them, that opening 20 minutes, we were just like, we're just going to dig in, keep the game at 1-0 and... It will, it will come. We'll yeah. get, we'll start playing. We'll start getting the ball. We'll get half the pitch. For now, we're just going to dig in and say, "Come on and try and get the second goal." And they just could not get through. I mean, it's poor defending on the goal, but I mean, other than that, they didn't create a huge amount. Yeah. Really, I didn't think we well, did. We did pretty well defensively. And then Ali with that equaliser, which was a oh. brilliant header, absolutely brilliant. Um, and from then on, as soon as it went one-one. There was only going to be one winner in that game. Even at even at one 0 down, I was sure we we're going to win it. Abbas was doing his nutting on the the WhatsApp group saying it's what was, what was it's it over. Word? It's over. Watch out. It's, yeah. What was it? Atrocious yeah. was the word he used. And I was a bit no. Just we never lose to Southampton. They we they always try and play against us, and I'm, I've never known why. And we're always it quite gonna... surprised me as well. Like when they went one 0 up, I thought they might try and make this a bit of a scrap now. 
Yeah. Oh, especially because they've got an early goal, but yeah, just just domination. Well, we just absolute domination. Nothing. The the thing they kept on talking about on the radio because I was what was I doing? I was on the sofa because I couldn't move because of my operation. Oh, there it is. There's the second one for um, sweepstakes for people that have yeah, got yeah, between yeah. one and eight minutes. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, so I was on the sofa because I couldn't do anything and um, listening to it. And they were saying, like, they, we were just destroying them. Like, they just couldn't even get out their half. The, the gap between their centre-forward and Army's field was constantly 20 metres. And there was nothing they could do about it. They just, every time they hoofed the ball out, it went to us. We won every single ball. They just had nothing. You can see how much they miss Wanyama Schneiderlin. Like, if they've got, if they had that even now in there, just two players sat in front of that back four. You can see why they were such big players for them. Wanyama, another really good game. He nearly scored as well, didn't he? He had that chance in yeah. the first half where he cut inside and Fonte. I love a really good tackle. He left because you're shit. So that's one of my favourites. We get it sung at us. Or we've had it sung at us. But they started singing the Gareth Bale one, which to me makes no sense because he left them to come to us in the first place. <laughs> it makes no sense that the fact they sing that. Well, do you think we should call it the, um, the Saints go march or the marching in derby? No. Okay. And uh, but I do like it how it, all you could hear was Spurs as well the whole time. Yeah. The whole time it was just, you know, the game I always remember like this was when we lost. Was it five nil to Liverpool where they just destroyed us? Oh, Suarez yeah, took that us was apart. Awful. Um, and it, w- Spurs were quiet because we were just sat sat on our hands. Just there was nothing we could do about it. Um, and it was like that. It was just it, we were just totally dominant. And it's a great away day down at Southampton as well. I did it a couple of years ago and we won 3-2 and it's so good. Which, which game so was that? Good. The work? That was Tactics Tim. Remember when Adebayor come back and scored two? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I was at that game. Um, with the, the win against Watford, which I know we're going to go on, have you seen um, Poch now has the greatest win percentage of all Spurs managers? I like that. Deserved as well, Deserved. I think. Well, um, he's just beaten Tactics Tim. That's the point. 4-4-2 four, four, and a bit of gut. <laughs> um, Watford... 4-1 again this was I'm going to say the best away performance we've had oh really oh better than Stoke I think so I mean the only, you don't, the only reason you'd say the Stoke one was better is because we got the, got the clean sheet but I mean Watford did nothing and when I say nothing like, they didn't even get out their half like yeah. it was literally like watching it was like, it was it, like watching a training game it was it? they just I was amazed they didn't make any tackles in midfield. They didn't put any pressure on us when the ball went forward. They just thought they were very passive in their play. It so was It felt strange. like we were a big club. You know, I know that, that sounds strange, but before, it, up until now, even even up until now, it's always felt like it was almost an accident that we were so good or it's almost like out of character. But now it, it feels right that we should expect performances like this. And I think when we have our first team, we should expect performances oh, like definitely. this. Well, we're, we're showing it consistently. Like That's three times this season in the league we've gone away and scored four. Yeah. Like that, that is really cutting-edge stuff. It's great. I think I saw some interesting stats which showed our head-to-heads against the other top five teams that are in the top six of us. And that might be our downfall perhaps this season yeah. if we don't get in the top four, which I thought was interesting because historically we've always been we can beat anyone on our day but we can lose to anyone on our day whereas mm. now we seem to have that anybody that's an okay team will beat home and away it's just getting the points off the top teams because I think we've got one win against the top team so far which was the City one but we've had a few draws and a few yeah. losses so if we can beat Chelsea tomorrow 
We, yeah, I'm sure we'll come on to that. The big, the big one for me was what you said again earlier in the day was about how we don't see Burnley as a team that will ever lose by more than a couple of goals at most. Yeah. I can't see that from us. Like I can't see us concede. I can't see us conceding much. There is defensive set pieces. There's things about that, but that's again. I think that's one of those things where people always moan about the first corner not beating the man. Every every club doesn't think their corner beats the first yeah. man, you know. And I think it's the same thing with set. It's really difficult to beat a set. A piece because you've just got to be reactive. And the thing is, as well, like Ericsson gets a lot of stick with the corners, and I understand the frustration. I get frustrated with that. I mean, I'll go to every home game, I get really annoyed when he whips the corner and it's cleared at the near post. But that near post corner, if he gets that just over the first month, that is a goal. Yeah. yeah like yeah, every yeah. time someone's running across and flicking that end, like you can't defend that. So, I mean, you're going to get a lot where he just doesn't get it quite right. But there's so many teams are scoring that goal now. Like not just Spurs in the Premier League, you've seen so many set piece goals. West Brom becoming the masters at it, where they're just getting a man running across the front, yeah. flicking it in. Dyer, Dyer's second game for us was West Ham. scored a few goals, and Kane scored a few goals. Toby's like done it, it as well like now. It, yeah. yeah, the headers that we've scored, Kane's headers, Deli Ali's headers you've covered, unbelievably good. Like proper strikers headers, yeah. not just like lucky looping ones. But, but when that went in, I was like, who who got that? Yeah, because I was like. And when it was Ali, I was like, oh my God, like, where's that come from? He's a talented young man, that boy. Um, I want to talk about Sissoko as well. Yeah, um, playing really well. I think, he's, I think he's doing really well. It was a poor start from him, especially in the Champions League. He, he's been way off it. But the last couple of games, he's done really well. He was unlucky to be on the bench against Watford. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think he's doing really well. Like, Matt, Do you know what? I think he's gone, listen to the last podcast of last series, and he's gone... I'm not going to win Best Player Awards. I'm not going to win Fans Player of the Year Award. But what I might win is Most Improved. And I can't see anyone else winning it at the moment. No, he's, he's doing he's really well. He's doing really well. What, the only question, I, I suppose, with him is what is his best position? Is it in the middle of a three? Is it off the side, on the right? That's the only thing. But Well, that's one of the questions we've had about... I'm not sure if it's, it's in there. Oh, it is Brian Sevilla. Brian Sevilla. Brian Sevilla. First question, it says, what is the best, the real best formation and lineup? Steals feel like Potch isn't sure. Dyer in defensive three or in midfield. Does Sun start or come off the bench? Um, it's a hard one. I, I honestly think that our best formation depends on who we're playing. I think Potch absolutely. in his mind looks at every game and says, this is the best system for us to play. Whereas I think last season and the season before, he's had 4-2-3-1. That's what we play every game because we haven't got the players to adapt or we're not fit enough to adapt or we haven't got the tactical knowledge to adapt whereas now I think he looks at every game and says the best way we can beat them is to here he is here he is hello Abby joined us <laughs> Happy talking New about Year. formations nice hair oh mate just got it done <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite formation we're playing at the moment I'm loving the well, back three really like I, it I think Dyer's Dyer in that right centre back position is so that's his best position last Saturday my there's a knock on my door. I'm on the sofa. Don't forget. And um, there it is because of the number operation. three. And uh, the hypno birthing woman comes, and she's talking about birth and pain and all this sort of stuff. And one thing she says is that everyone expects there to be a single perfect birth, and there isn't one. And so I don't think two things. There's a perfect formation, and I don't think there's a perfect formation because I don't think there's a perfect first eleven. I think it depends on who you're playing. For example, Lamella when he comes back is often first choice, but there will be games where he's not perfect. Wanyama, I don't think we need to play Wanyama against someone like Swansea, for example. But he is still first eleven, so I think the, I think I think if you've got four at the back, for example, Walker's best there. But if you've got 
wing backs, Trippier's be- better there because uh, the five at the back or the, the wing backs, Trippier is a better attacker, which is what the three is built for. So I think it's really difficult. I really like the 3-4-3 three, three that we're playing at the moment or 3-5-3 three, three, or whatever it is. 3-4-3. 3-5-2. 3-5-2, whatever it is. Yeah. I quite like that, but um, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. In my head, what was working last year was Rose, Toby, Jan, Walker, Dyer, Dembele, Ericsson, Deli Ali, Lamella, Kane, and there's still a bit of me which thinks, do you mm. know what? That's probably what's best for us. But at the moment, the goals we're getting headed goals, we're getting goals from crosses which we didn't usually get before. Before we were playing through the middle, now we're getting width, and that's where we're dominating teams because they can't pass out. Because usually we're such a narrow team that people go out wide. That's how Leicester beat everyone. They go out wide and then cut in. But now we're playing with a lot more width. We're just pushing teams back, and that's where our victories are coming from. So. That's why Chelsea's going to be really interesting because we lost the Chelsea game because of that that Moses goal, which came from not having width because we had Vimmer or who- Vim, yeah, we had difficulties at left back, didn't we? Yeah. Vimmer. But what would you do about Trippier then? Because he was absolutely quality about Watford. Does he does he stay in? Does Walker come straight back into the team? You have what, to have what Walker against Chelsea, but then the next game has to be Trippier for me. Abu, yeah, no Walker. Walker. Walker for me. Mm, I agree, but imagine being Trippier. Coming in, absolutely brilliant game. Davis is brilliant to assist, as well. and then you're out the team again. It's Davis, Trippier. I mean, I would still drop Wanyama when when we're full strength and have Dyer instead. But he's been playing excellently. As Do well. you think we might struggle to keep Trippier and or Davis in January in this no. window? No, no, you don't think either of them. You don't. No. If, it depends. I think we should have. This is part of the Oscar debate because we're having the debate. Oscar, you're 24, 25, however old you are. You've been offered a bucket load of money in what is essentially a very short career to go to China and essentially end your career because you're not going to be picked for your national team. You're not going to win the Champions League. Do you do it? No, that's what. That's the decision they've got. They've got. Do I sit on the bench at a team where I'm gonna, I'm gonna do bigger things better and I have to fight for my place, or do I do a Sigurdsson? And drop down. Siggy versus um, Cranchard is it's perfect. Mm. Siggy went, and now he's going to be relegated. And Cranchard just stayed with us and just sort of did the job when he was called for. If I was Cran- if I was either of those two, my it depends what their motivation is. My motivation would be achievement, so I would have to leave. You know, with Trippier, he's a Spurs fan as well, which is going to keep him there because we're talking to Spurs, and I'd happily sit on the Spurs bench rather than be playing first team at Everton or ever. Much rather. What would you do? Uh, Good question. Um, good question. No, I'd probably. No, I don't know. It's tough, isn't it? It's, it's tough really because tough. Would like Siggy? Siggy, like you, you Siggy, as an example, he left because we he, he wasn't playing, and he's gone to he's gone to Swansea, and he's gonna get relegated. But I mean, I I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd say. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard, isn't it? It's a real difficult one. Um, that actually brings us on to some transfer. We'll come on to Chelsea in a bit, but let's talk about the transfer window. Because um, there's been a fair bit of talk, actually. I've read a little bit about Sigurdsson maybe coming back, which I thought was a bit out of nowhere. Um, what do we think about that? Would we, would well, we have him back? We, we started that rumour, didn't we? On the, <laughs> yeah, on the pod, a couple we of did. Weeks ago. So I, I, there's a bit of me that would take him. And there's a bit of me which goes, we're building a new stadium we need to save money where we can, is having an extra 50 grand a week, because 50 grand a week is still a lot of money over the course of a year. But then, would you not, would you not just get rid of Bentaleb completely? Well, yeah, I'd have Bentaleb, Tom Carroll, I'd have a bit of a clear out. My question, my thing with Sigurdsson is, 
is a good individual. Is he get, it, what what difference really do we think he would make in the squad? Uh, I I, pers- he, I personally don't think it'd make a massive he'd difference. He'd take better set pieces. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just talking corners. about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'd take better corners. He'd take better free kicks. Um, like his sp- delivery, he's, he's got better delivery than Ericsson. Wow, that's a big statement. I'm not sure about that. I'm throwing it out there. He's got better delivery than Ericsson. I, th- I think. Um, sorry. Yeah, no. I yeah, no. He d- and he'd offer competition for places. That's it. The competition for places, and you you get the list of who's flown to FC. Crab Farm in Russia. Good, good teams, tough place to go. Crab Farm, Shelly Pricks, and uh, <laughs> and um, the uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's Sigurdsson's there. Eriksson's resting at home. He's gone to uh, he's gone to some ballet, and you think good on him. He's gone, you know, keep him at home, and I, I think that's where he'd be useful. useful for um, Ross Barkley, I take him. No, because they're, they're saying like, around thirty mil at least. To tempt him away, like I, I like Ross Barkley. I think he'd be a really good addition. I think he would be competition for Ali. I don't, I don't think I don't really think Sigurdsson would be. And I think Barkley with Poch's coaching could be absolutely quality. But it'd be a lot of money because I'd I be surprised if it, why would Everton want to sell to Spurs as well. It's this is true. The thing with because they know that he he's a bit of a busted flush there and that he's not performing. And I just the only thing with me is he's at that age where I don't think we're going to get a high sell on price. You know, like when United bought Ronaldo, they knew that if he carried on going, he would he would have a high sell on price. But even if he failed, he would have a decent sell on price. We're not going to get that because. But you know, do you think Barkley is overrated? Do you think he is like? We spoke, I know we spoke about it, where some players we feel like have already reached their peak, even though mm. they're relatively like 24, 25, and you think like they're not going to get any better. I, was it you who mentioned Ericsson? Someone mentioned Ericsson in the group. Yeah, I think, I th- yeah. Like, I think there were a few players that were mentioned where we're like, well, they're at their peak now, where normally players get better with age, and you feel like they're like, not going to get any better. Is he one of them? Is he one of those players? That conversation was do we take 50? 50 mil for Ericsson if someone comes in and then replace him with Barkley and I was saying actually is Ericsson going to get any better I, I, I would argue potentially not because he's already brilliant but we, we know the full capabilities of him and actually that's 50 mil is a lot of money and you can get Barkley for 30 and then get, get some youth players or reinvest it in community or whatever I just think there's potentially an opportunity there to, to do some smart transfer window that's a bit mental because we would be selling mm. one of our best players. What about um, Wilfred Zaha? No, nope. obviously we were, he, we were he linked was with him in the summer, he, weren't we? He was shocking against Arsenal. He was absolute. I'm, he was diabolical. He has he has moments of brilliance for me, Zaha, and then there's games that just pass him by. And he does offer something different, but then, but then do we not have Nkudu for that? Do we not have Soko for that? I mean, that's the. That, I, I mean, I agree. I like Zaha, but for the type of money they're talking, and again, if everyone's fully fit, would he even make the bench? He, Would he? This kid massively failed at Man United, right? Like, is it Man United he was at? Yeah. 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 And it, there's no different from how he'd be with us. Like, and he's been mediocre for Palace. He's not been great. He's had like one or two he's a home semi-decent run. games. Yeah. But apart from that, what? He's a home run hitter. He's a goal of the season contender, but out of five goals rather than 15, 20. I think he sums up Palace more than anyone. Like, on his day, he can beat pretty much anybody and he'll have a period where he'll have four or five really good games but then for 15 games you won't yeah. you won't hear from him he doesn't think, score enough for me he's got the ability to go past men obviously he's lightning quick but I'm not sure that for me is the negative side of Barkley whereas he is Everton like 
on the face of it, they could be doing something really cool, but actually just a bit of a letdown and inconsistent at the last moment. Who do you think is the most Spursy player, the modern Spursy player that we've got at the moment? In the current, I'll probably say Ericsson. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's still it's still that traditional Spursy quality player, but just still a little. I still think I know the stats will tell otherwise, but you still think it's supposed to be a little bit flimsy didn't you Just, you do you yeah, do yeah. so I'd probably say Ericsson because he's got that style doesn't yeah. really go for a tackle just a bit like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, does Sun start or come off the bench or come off the bench for me good question it's a good question because well he, he came off the bench did he come off the bench against Southampton he did and scored yeah he, he came off and he scored and he started against Watford and he was bloody awesome but Watford were terrible yeah that's the thing I think he's um, he, he, he's best when people are knackered like, yeah, yeah no. But he, he, when he started last season against Chelsea at Sanford Bridge, he got to go and he actually played quite well. Yeah, he yeah. came off after 55, 60 minutes. And when he started against Man City this season, he was awesome. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah. Uh, and he assisted, obviously, Delhi for the second. Um, and West Ham as well. They weren't goals against like knackered people. Those yeah. the, the the assistant. I think it's just with him. Different games suit him starting. Different games suit him off the bench. He's, there's been games like I think to the Bournemouth away game that was nil nil where he started up front and pretty non-existent. Certain matches, yes. Certain matches, no. I'm not sure about the Chelsea game. I if, know, if he'll play so or not. Who, who who would you who would you play in? You know what? Let's move on. Let's move on to Chelsea then. Um, I think he'll make a few changes. I think he'll go with the back. I think he'll go with the back three, and I think Walker will come in for Trippier, Vertonghen will come in for Vimmer, and I think Dembele will come in for Son, and he'll play almost like a five-three-one-one, and Ali just behind Kane as opposed to having two forwards, and then Eriksson, Dembele, Wanyama in the middle. That's what I think he'll go with. I've got no objections to him playing two up front, like Chelsea's back three. I know they've been pretty solid, but Cahill, Louise, Aspilicueta, you can get at that all day long. As we showed at the game at Stamford Bridge, if you really, really get at them early and get the first goal, you've got every chance. And what 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 would differ between the Stamford Bridge game is like the fans, like yeah. will play a huge part in that game. And um, you know, it'll, I I I genuinely think we've got a really good chance tomorrow night. Yeah. I I mean, I was talking to another guy who works here and is a Spurs fan, and he was quietly confident too there's an air of optimism around this game and I don't know it's probably because we're in a fine run of form and you know it's sort of like retribution yeah. slash payback for yeah, yeah. last season and and I feel like the players have got a point to prove as well um, confident well they know they've we've got, got Rose back as well though Rose. I'm sorry to we've got but, but like he is such a big player for us yeah. to have him back in think if we'd have had him in the away game instead of him who I thought did really well out of position but think how different that game might have been so to have yeah. him back in is, is huge that's the important thing is we stop the, 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 the difference that we've got is we stop their goals because we've already proved that we can score against them. We scored two at their place last year and one this year. I think we can. I'm quietly confident, but then I think I think it'll be a draw. I do think it'll be. I think I we'll think stop their be run. A draw. I think I it'll be him. quite nervy. I, I think no ma- neither manager will will say this, but I think both teams probably don't want to lose more. Mm-hmm. It's a game where you set up to not lose, and then if yeah, you yeah. can nick it one nil, brilliant. But the first and foremost thing is to keep a clean sheet. Well, and we always keep Costa quiet as well. Like Costa oh, don't doesn't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Costa and Vertonghen always have good battles, though. Like it, that yeah. is always good to watch. And uh, I, this stat was um, 
the stat was Chelsea have only won one in eleven at White Lane in the Premier League. Yeah. We do pretty well. I mean, we all remember that 5 3 game, didn't we? Oh. That is one of the best games we've been to. I mean, anything like that. 2013 14, wasn't it? The uh, New Year's Day. 2015. 15. Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm two, two years, years ago, ago, but I'm, I'm in last year still. Uh, we've missed out. We've sort of missed that Bryce Christopher's. Um, Christopher Bryce. Uh, email happy new year fellas i feel like this question comes along every january but what do we want to happen in terms of the ins and outs of the transfer so he talks about zaha barkley pepe Men- yeah <laughs> no, that's never not, that's not happening ugliest player to ever play for spurs if it happens i reckon really yeah tough there must have been there must be more oh there must have been Nabet. <laughs> always with a Nabet. <laughs> um is isco a realistic transfer target in the summer no no, what? I don't, I don't think we can afford his wages. What, what, what if, what, we, if you were Isco, why would you... And bear in mind, he's not sitting on the Real Madrid bench. He, like, he, 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 well, he's, he's not, not first he's not, he's not starting every game, but do you know what I mean, he's getting minutes. Why would you, as what Isco, you leave Real Madrid and then come to Spurs, where you're probably not even guaranteed first-team football at well, Spurs? The, yeah. Why would you do that? Like, well, that? the chips get 3.5 out of 5. Have you seen Pengus Munt, the... the, the have you seen it? Have you not seen it? The, the, the fellow who's going around reviewing chicken, chicken, chicken shops? Chicken oh, chicken yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fucking why. <laughs> chicken. Chicken on Tottenham High Road. Good place for haircuts. That, that's the only reason why. Uh, he also says, congratulations on all you guys having kids. It's only me in the room. But well, Abbas, Abbas has got an announcement. Go on, mate. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you. He's been listening since the beginning. So seeing, well, I was thinking... We've been, I've been doing this a long time so he's been with me for a month getting married having kids and doing Iron Man and stuff like that so it's a, it's a very emotional thing um, yeah I've got a kid coming along have you? Oh, apparently I've got some questions from the listeners nice. Jack more Do questions um, this one's from Africa uh, and his name's Junior Salanga <laughs> and it says is this to both of you it says would you rather have the heart of a lion the tail of the mighty scorpion or the ears of the wily stoat? Probably the heart of the lion. I mean, you've already got the ears, Abbas, haven't you? So. <laughs> Abbas, the mighty scorpion? <laughs> um, heart of the lion. Because you can't actually, have that. I've already well, taken that. Know. You can't have it, so well, it's gone. Options. Well, no, hang on. <laughs> well, my name... So Abbas means lion in Arabic, so I'm going I'm to go for it. You default you'd have answered yeah, but this is from quickly. Africa, not Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Violet Burble says, after the huge... <laughs> <laughs> after the huge success of cheese with holes in it, which food would you put holes in next? Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> they do that, though. In, in um, Is it press? Oh, they do the one with the, the calorie one, where they just cut the middle out and put spinach... Uh, Potatoes. Potatoes with holes no, in it. Actually, no, pizza sounds stupid. Chocolate. Chocolate. Eat I was thinking just cakes. If you really... <laughs> <laughs> That's aero. Easier to grip. Like, is you should be struggling to hold chocolate bars at the moment then. <laughs> yeah. Ah, well, weirdly, on the third question, which is from Tristan That's Good, which is, is, is a hyphenated surname, says, what are your top ten biscuits slash chocolate bars? So he's added biscuits and chocolate oh, bars I mean, together. That, that, that is... Tough. Are we five of each. Oh, no, can we, can we do it together? You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maryland, Maryland cookies straight in. J- Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes is a great answer. Battenberg? Nope. I'd, I'd, I'd put a crunchy in there. No. All day, put a crunchy in there. Twelve. Other twelve. Topic. Topic. I can see that. We're just naming things now. Bourbon biscuits are my favourite. Custard creams? No. I never understood them. No, I don't. Oh, I, I never got churches, it. Hobnob? 
Oh, no. Raspberry turnover. Can't go wrong. Is that a biscuit? It's more of a pastry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Thank you, Junior, Violet, and Tristan. Oh, you've had one just come in now, actually. You've had yep. a fresh one just come in, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. It's from... Uh, Who's it from? Mary Beagle. <laughs> and she says, um, Jack, do you have a toolbox? I do, actually. Do you? Yeah. What's in it? Yeah, well, that's my dad's. Well, it's not yours, then. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> More questions thanks, next thanks, week, thanks if I'm around. Thank you for your contribution, <laughs> yeah. Um, predictions for the Chelsea game? 1-1. Uh, 2-1 um, Spurs. Go on, you Spurs. I think it's gonna be, I'll go for 1-1 as well, actually. I think it's going to be a draw as well. But fingers crossed. Who's going? Anyone? No. Anyone in the room? No, Got I'm not baby. Tomorrow, not either. Can um, we just break you, as our you haven't, you haven't yet? I haven't had one yet, no. And it's not definitely mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, fantasy League no, update. Don't talk about it. Are we doing this? Don't, don't oh, what? Got to then? No. Yeah, yeah. If you clearly yeah. hadn't. Well, you're doing well, that. Can I, I just, just, can I just... Sorry. Well, okay. you well, I've got a player profile. Go on, do your profile. Oh, yeah. do your profile. Uh, so I thought I'd do Super Yan because I love Super Yan. Everyone loves Super Yan. We talk about Toby a lot, but um, Toby, but Super Yan. Uh, Yan Burt Lever Vertonghen Burt was born the 24th of April 1987 in Saint Nicolas in Belgium. Um, well, right, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, Saint Nicolas is a Belgian city and mu- municipality located in the Flemish province of East Flanders, and it's actually the capital and major city of the Wasteland region, straddling East Flanders and Antwerp. How far is it from Hasselt? Don't ask me that. The city is known for having the largest market square in Belgium, and at one point this square also boasted the largest Christmas tree and largest Easter egg in Europe. So this is, this is clues as to why Jan is the way he is. He is... Big Easter egg. Big Easter eggs. He's the third... Ca- How disappointed were you <coughs> as a kid when you were conscious enough to realise that Easter eggs could have been solid and they weren't. Story of my life. Third, uh, Super Yan is the third captain for Spurs. I don't know who the second captain is. Kane. What do you mean? He's the, he's the third captain. Oh, third choice. Yeah, third choice captain. And he's he st- it. Yeah. He, st- <laughs> <laughs> he st- started as a youth player for VK Tiroldo from 97 to 2000. Then he played for Germinal Beershot until 2003 when he signed for Ajax. He actually signed as a midfielder and he made his first team debut in the Champions League third qualifying round against Cape Copenhagen on the 23rd of August. Um, Tough game to come into. And the score in that game was? Yep. And he made his first start. I'm, I had it and I took it out because I didn't think anyone would care. Silly. <laughs> <laughs> he made his first start and Eredivisie debut in a 6-0 win over Willem two second at the Amsterdam Arena and we'll play two more matches in the first half of the season but after the winter break he went to RKC Valdvik for the remainder of the season on he, loan? on loan but he played 12 matches and scored three times but they still got relegated well yeah right when he came back he was behind Johnny Heitinger and Thomas Vermeilen fair who, enough which yeah who were Ajax's primary centre-backs but Cruyff loved him and just kept extended his contract to keep him there in 08-09 Heitinger left for Atletico Madrid and Supian became the first choice with Vermeilen he had a really good first half but got sent off in a must-win game versus Groningen and then got an injury so he didn't play much in the second half but in came Martin Yol in 09-10 Martin Martin Yol and he became first choice and scored the first goal of the season a free kick versus NAC Breda which they won 6-0 uh, they're like a big score out in uh there, there's some awful teams out there. Uh, he was in a centre-back partnership with Toby Alderweireld and starting to attract interest from clubs from like Barcelona. De Boer named him captain in 11-12, and he was one of their best players. Um, 
And throughout 11, 12, he was linked with us. Do you remember? He was linked with us for ages. And he and it, us and Arsenal were both going for him. And we were all talking for him. And Arsenal um, said they wanted him as a defensive midfielder. And he wanted to come to us because we gave him a centre-back role. Um, his first game for us was in a 3-2 friendly win against Brentford on the 14th of July. And he scored his first goal for us on the 26th of September in a 3-0 win against who in the third round of the Football League Carlisle. Cup? Carlisle. Carlisle. Unbelievable. He scored his first Premier League goal in an epic 2-3 win at Man United. Do you remember that? Brilliant celebration. Of course I do. So, deflection, wasn't it? Defle- well, yeah, it was later given to Johnny Evans, which I think is harsh. Do you remember the one as well where he scored from behind the halfway line? Yeah. Against Sunderland. Sunderland. He got two, he had two disallowed in one game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that, that was one. Was that last minute? Got yeah, where the keeper had come up, yeah, yeah. and but for, do you, I got think given offside, but given offside, even though the pass was in his half, yeah. it was forward, but it was in his half. Um, that goal against Man United, that was one of the greatest days of my life. That that was in like the second minute, wasn't it? Where he yeah. he picked up the ball, ran sort of down the left like Bambi. Just is it was it reminded me of Bale's goal in the Copa del Rey final against Barcelona, where first touch is all over the place, but he just he makes it through, um, and then Bale scores quite a similar goal, and then Dempsey scores. Yeah. Um, so we were 2-0 up, weren't we? So we were 2-0 up at the time and it went 2-1 straight away. Straight and away. Got, we got one and straight three, back up yeah. 3-1 and they got one literally yeah. a minute later. Park, wasn't Park it? Park. Yeah. Was it Nani who got the first? Or whoever it was. Nani, was. I was Nani there, celebrates sure. every goal like it's, it's the World Cup final and I hate that about him. He's a dick. He looks like thriller Michael Jackson as well. Um, not that's a bad thing. In 14-15 he was I didn't remember this until I was doing my research he was the third favourite after Kabul and Fazio do you remember Poch used to start with Kabul and Fazio but Supian ended up beating Kabul and with Fazio we won 11 games drew two and lost one out of the 15 also an amazing stat on Fazio's clean sheet record in the last like Two and a half years. Oh, yeah. He's kept something like four clean sheets. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, his contract with us, he's just done his, he's just signed the contract extension, but it's only until 2019. He's with Nike and wears the Magister Opus FG Dark Lightning boots and has done since December the 3rd, 2016. He won the Eredivisie. Uh, so not, not long then? No. I don't know what he's wearing before. He won the Eredivisie in 10-11, with Ajax, um, the KNVB, which I think is their version of the FA Cup, in 9-10. He was Talent of the Year, 07-08, Player of the Year, 11-12 for Ajax, Dutch Footballer of the Year in 2012, Premier League PFA Team of the Year, what year, what season do you reckon? 13-14. 12-13. And he was Premier League Player of the Month in March 2013. You don't often see centre-backs winning that because it's... Because when they do do their best, it's often unseen. CPN and my player of the season so far as well, which is the biggest. He's good, isn't he? Biggest good thing for him to win all And a good, uh, a good few days for. Um, uh, go on, go on. Yeah, what is your player of the? Would you? Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. We talked. About, was it last week we talked about that? I think. Well, like I was on the sofa last week, so I was <laughs> number f- number four. <laughs> if you got between thirty-five and forty minutes, congratulations. <laughs> I. I had an Asian man fiddling, like cutting muscles away from my groin when I wasn't this, awake. That was after the operation. That was after the operation, yeah. <laughs> This was a big day in my life. That's at home. And it doesn't matter that he was Asian. I... <laughs> um, Pay for that. I'm here just, awake. Yeah. Uh, it's a big day in my life. Yeah. Next. Are you going to upload, upload a picture of your scar along with a pod? It's, it's, it would be a bit puby. 
because it's right it's on I the think barrier I that's the third or fourth time you've asked for a picture out there, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> it really is someone's well. quite keen for a picture <laughs> I can show you right now if you want. <laughs> did you bring your telescope no okay um, for our fantasy league update yeah so what I can say is I'm really annoyed because I've taken Defoe out that was a good, good move but with Benteke missed penalty <laughs> <laughs> if you were Benteke would you move to China apparently he's got an offer for 40 mil go that's why well it's not like Oscar who, who's got potential to win something Benteke's done if he does that like he that's him Belgium see you later he's done I think that's done don't need him anyway yeah um, took out Mane put <coughs> in Lallana brilliant that's not Lallana didn't do anything no. didn't score didn't assist um, just a bit just how many bit. substitutions took, are you making took out what is it over a period of three weeks took out Snodgrass two good. and two good, good. So that was um, a free kick and half wasn't it not no, no, Top in no. the league at the moment, Daniel Goddard Miller, 1,084 points he's on already. Oh deal. And Hannick in second, uh, only six points behind, and Dan Arlington in third, and then Richard Healy in fourth, so that's your Champions League spots sorted out. Yeah. Tyndall Titans dropped down into the Europa League. Good. To fifth now, uh, 1,035, but he's not he's not far off. He's good in he, Tindall. Top spot. Love him. Um, Chris Carter, sixth spot. Oh, yeah. Family of the show in oh, sixth. Oh, yeah. Um, I still then, remember when your dad ignored him on the uh, his call on the trip. Quite a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, to be honest, it's a, it's a it's a bit of a scroll down to find any of us. I'm first out of us lot in, in 16th. Not bad. 964 points Making now. No, it's it's exactly like, what happened last. It's like season. a gr- literally a grand national. All the listeners and, um, have turned up. Off now. It's exactly what happened so last season. Grand National I mean, and it's like one shit horse right at the back <laughs> and it sort of makes a run for it towards the end. That's Jack. Jack. <laughs> yeah. The uh, horse, not the Jack. Your div horse. The future's bright in 32nd. Is that me? That's good. 921 points. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, Abbas, to even sort of find you, I think I've got, I've got to go on to the next page to find you and Stato. Keep, keep going. Um, brilliant showing. People have turned off now. Let's, yeah, uh, let's uh, move on. Yeah. Did you hear... Um, did you hear about Carrie Fisher? She met uh, <laughs> she met George Michael apparently in heaven, and um, they were. She went, George. I'm one of your biggest fans. I've got nearly all of your albums, apart from apart from the first one, I think. And he went, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, um, nice. Next feature. I'm bringing features. That's what I'm bringing. That's not a feature. That's just a poor gag. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that is. Have you got a quiz? Uh, we haven't got a quiz this week. Unless you... Actually, ASD, you've, you've got a quiz, haven't you, written down in front of you? Do you want to ask... Do you want to ask Abaz the questions? Fine. <laughs> no, we'll do this. Question yeah. one. Question one, number one. Uh, do you know who the captain was in the 1958... FA Cup third round team for Spurs yes good Jack <laughs> please could you name <laughs> our fourth <laughs> our fourth uh, fixture this season a fourth fixture is yeah. that including friendlies or including that? friendlies yeah damn it um, we had a tour in Australia didn't we Sydney yep no uh, Abbas wins a quiz <laughs> <laughs> Have we done any new resolutions? Well, we, we, yeah, we've sort of talked what about this. Yours? What are yours? Personal what are your personal ones? Personal. Um, Obviously the haircut. Just look. Just look. Just try and look a bit just better. Really. Yeah. <laughs> try and take a bit of pride in my appearance. It's good. It's Easy good. One. It's the best haircut in the room, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Freshest. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spurs. I don't know. Just 
I just want, I just want us to carry on sharing the same fight and determination that we're doing. I this isn't like, your personal ones. No, that's too serious. I want to hear your personal. I, just, I gave you one, didn't I? What? Just look normal. Normal. <laughs> 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 like, you, you don't want to like visit a certain city. Don't we do something nice for your girlfriend, yeah, maybe? No. A girlfriend like we've that. never seen any proof of existence for. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he's a nice bloke. Um, <laughs> oh, that, that is a th- something we should talk about, actually, because there was um, Chris Paros uh, did some wonderful work on the weekend where Ch- uh, Spurs fans were singing Chelsea Ren Boys Were Coming For You. And what is that all about? I'd, it... There's no need for it, and there's no... I can't believe she had to have discussions about why it's inappropriate to sing it. It's a really sad... I mean, if someone's out there and can tell me, yeah, it's all like why we should be singing it, like, great, email in or tweet in the show, but... And saying that we hate Chelsea isn't a valid enough response, like, just make it Yeah, sense. we can hate Chelsea all the time, yeah. but, like, associating homosexuality with, an, with something negative is... is the, it's, it's, it's just old you, unfortunately just, there are supporters of all different sports all different clubs that do stuff like this and you, you just think what are you doing yeah. what is going through these people's heads to think that it's normal or even like, it's not even really not funny is it no. like, do you know what I mean like, there, there's nothing in it that makes you think oh yeah that it's bizarre just going back to Chelsea quickly um, Jan Vertonghen said over the last couple of days that he now sees Chelsea as a bigger game or as big as Arsenal. Good. Do you agree? Good on him. Uh, as big as. Personally, for you, do you see Chelsea as big a game as no, Arsenal? No, not for me. Not for me. I, I think. You're going to hate this, but I, I never see us. We're never on the same level. Like Chelsea got too much money for us to be on the same level. Whereas Arsenal are far closer to. I feel the points would make a bigger difference to our table positioning with Arsenal. That's a very rational response. I mm. hate Chelsea more than I hate Arsenal. I would agree that the Chelsea derby is a lot bigger than it was five years ago, though. Oh, definitely, massively, definitely, because we're we're more of a threat to them. There's just a bit, there's just a bit more hatred in it now. There's like, there's always been the John Terry thing, which is great because he's always terrible at the lane when he plays. Well, so like, we always have him to laugh uh, at. How good was it when the in the five three when he scored the third and no one celebrated because they were five goals down? Yeah. The it's like we were saying the other week. I I hate Arsenal because I'm a Spurs fan, but I hate Chelsea because I'm human. And like my principal moral ethical self is quite you know I'm quite a principled man and so I hate Chelsea for many reasons beyond football the, the, the National Front connection like, with all the, the graffiti you used to see around Stamford Bridge with CFC and F is an awful thing like the fact that the National Front could go and pick up outside Chelsea because they were more likely to be into racism is, is an awful thing it still lives to this day like those four guys who pushed the black guy off the train have just been um, that have just been um, sentenced today do you remember that from um, yeah. what sentencing did they get uh, suspended and I don't know why I don't know why and how long does it take to watch a video it was we saw it on the video it happened like a year ago yeah. as well. very strange unfortunately there's always a minority, there's always a minority. There, that, um, for Chelsea to push off trains yeah. it sounds <laughs> brilliant wow um, top 10 more? worst countries um, we were talking about our top 10 worst I don't think it's worth doing but it'd be interesting to hear what are your top 10 worst countries we go. next week right in next week what are your top 10 and what worst do you countries? think Spurs players top 10 worst countries would be excellent um, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
Uh, I just wanted to say, like, it's Christmas. We've had a weird period where we have had really... It doesn't feel like we've had many games, but we've absolutely smashed the ball out of the park. It feels like we have had... I feel like we've played quite a lot. We've played two since we... Like, they usually... Oh, because we did the podcast after Burnley, and then it was... Yeah, it's only been two because we had like that eight day gap, mm. eight days. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, I, if I was sitting, if I was, I don't know if Poch sits down with Levy and looks at the the last month or last quarterly, like a quarterly review, or has a three sixty or does whatever. And um, open door now. Yeah, open door, and I think it'd be pretty Like he's got nothing to complain about. I don't think. Have we discussed Villa as well? Or? Villa, we've got Villa in the FA Cup this weekend, haven't we? Oh, as bloody well. hell! I mean, yeah. I can't wait for that game. Like FA Cup at home at the lane. They took loads to. It was Cardiff City on the weekend. Yeah. They took loads to wait. City. And like you'd expect us to get through, but it's not going to be the easiest of games because oh. they'll get a lot of men on the ball. But you'd expect us to get through. Hopefully, a few of the youngsters get a game. You'd like to see Wink start. You'd like to see Janssen start and just get a few team. goals in. I would but swap in Trippier, Janssen, Sun start, Kudu and just form? tear them apart. Yeah, just yeah, tear them apart. So a few changes, but nothing mental. Yeah, I'd go Davis, I'd go... He's a I'd go Trippier, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah. Carroll, Winks, Nkudu. So actually quite a lot of changes. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> making 11 yeah, yeah. changes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is right. But that'll be great. That'll be great. you have your Ericsson's, your Ali's and your Kane's on the bench just in case. Mm. Yeah, fair yeah. Uh, any more? No, it's been good fun. I'm like I'm on call, so I might not be back next week. So uh, if not, it's been. You've got to sign it out because it might be your last one for a while. No, no, no. It's it's your baby. I so stole well, it from you. Are we, are we, are we next week? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. There's just probably no no ASD. First one ever. Maybe we'll get Stato. Maybe if he's okay. listening. Maybe he'll be back. That'd be good. Right, we'll see. You got to do it, mate. You got to sign it out. Oh, well, you know. Uh, whatever happens tomorrow against. Don't forget, the future's bright, the future's early white. Come on, you Spurs. Gaza's top free kick at Wembley. Aussie's knees have gone all trembly. And a Tim requires assembly. Danny Montauer. Local boy, Ledley King, Greavesy scoring everything. Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle, Lee Young-Kyo. Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Tramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute. Gary Mabbitt in Chilin. Sergi Redwell for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliachenko number nine Naeem from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Harry Redknapp steals on wheels The legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Born at Stefan Dalmatty I'm playing at White Hart Lane, Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961
Aaron Lennon's long green shoes. Gareth Bailey used to lose. Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said Spain. Berbatov turn and straw. Hogsy saving from the spot. Beat Chelsea at Wembley, we lifted the League Cup. Maradona is a spur. We're the football connoisseurs. Chaz and Dave's got me raised. Chirpy the cockerel. Mendes shoots from halfway. Carol Cobbling the same. Flattenberg doesn't give the goal. Abizela's work of art. Tricky Rafa van der Vaart. He's got no head, we don't care. Martin, Martin, yo. Lily White's from White Hot Lane. Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler. Getting to the grounds of pain. Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason does a lot Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovich Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar Davids Redlocks Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European Glory Knights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White Out there A.S. Frickett Two there is to do Clive Allen Paul Allen Joe Allen Les Allen Rory Allen Russell Allen Allen Gilsey Lily White from White on Lane Kazuyuki the Bentley's free kick over We treat Judas with disdain his transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. And Liam Walker's page three girl. Gus Poirier, freaky club. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Fox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decisions Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win style, we've done it for a while It's better to rain very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White's from White Hart Lane If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson, 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The Leaving Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We 
We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hot Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim getting high Then our football story Will echo with glory